Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Soba with Elizabeth Chance, aka Busy Chance. Hi, everybody. Happy April 6, 2022. We're in episode 291. 291 episodes. Great, great. And today's episode is sponsored by Soberlink. As we all know, addiction is a serious issue that needs to be addressed. Nearly 15 million people in the U.S. alone have alcohol use disorder. That has nothing to do with drugs, marijuana, any of that stuff, just alcohol. Only 10% of these people get treatment. That's kind of sad, right? Um, This can only be attributed to the stigma that surrounds addiction and how people don't want to talk about it. So like Soberlink, Busy Living Sober, we're trying to change the stigma. And Soberlink strives to erase the stigma. Isn't that great? Their remote alcohol monitoring tool has helped over 5,000 people to be more accountable in their sobriety. Their voluntary system encourages connection and honesty, which helps to rebuild trust and maintain sobriety. I've teamed up with Soberlink to create the resource guide tips for keeping busy living sober for those in recovery. Visit www.soberlink.com and download the resource. And if you or someone you know can benefit from accountability for alcohol recovery, You'll also find a form on that page to sign up for a $50 off coupon code. And again, that's www.soberlink.com slash BLS for Busy Living Sober. Thanks again, Soberlink, for sponsoring us. And here we are on episode 291. And um, today's topic, you know, I was on fire last week, as you all heard, and um, lots of statistics that I read off to you and lots of like crazy stuff that... um, you know, if you really think about it, how many people are afflicted with this crazy disease, alcoholism, and it's, um, it's become more and more, um, people are talking about it all the time. And, um, I listened to Tim Dillon this week. I don't know if any of you other, I listened to other podcasts. I listened to Tim Dillon. I listened to Joe Rogan. I listened to Ben Shapiro. I listened to just a bunch of different people. And, um, just to get all different points of view. And he had on this woman, her name is, and of course, I just had it two seconds ago, and I'm going to tell you guys who he had on there. Her name is Jessica Kirsten, K-I-R-S-O-N, and they are both comedians, and they are both sober right now, and they both were in LA during the, the time of their um, recording of their podcast, and they were talking about, which I thought is so cool for one, that they were talking about it so openly, is being sober, and um Tim has been sober. I don't know how long. My son seems to think that he's been sober 13 years. Does it really matter? No. But he asked Jessica, how long have you been sober? And she said, well, I've been on this journey for a long time. And so there was no concrete number to, to how many years. And I, uh, I think that's kind of awesome because I don't think the time is as relevant as, you know, the fact that she's been on this. She's like, I've been on this journey for a really long time. And I don't, I believe that so many people come in and they decide that they've got an alcohol problem and then they get some time under the belt that they haven't had picked up a drink and then they pick up a drink and they think that it's all over and that they can't ever come back. And I don't believe that to be true. I think that everybody has an opportunity to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. Like you can never give up. But I think because people go and use the program, 12 steps, um, they use the 12 step program and 
They think other people are going to judge them in the program and they don't come back. I know family members of mine that were sober for long periods of time and that have gone out and never came back because of fear of what other people that were in the program were going to think of them. And um, it bums me out. That bums me out big time because what other people think about us is not our business. And um, I have to be honest here because when I first got sober, if somebody relapsed um, around me, I was like, stay away. Like I literally would be like, stay away, stay away, stay away. I don't want you to come near me. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it again. I just don't want to do this again. And um, I really was fearful of losing my sobriety. I was so fearful that I protected it. And I didn't want to be around anybody that was using, that shouldn't be using, right? I mean, I didn't care if you were obviously a drinker and you'd never quit drinking. But if you had said, I'm going to get sober and I'm going to do this and you need to take So I was like, you need to take this seriously. And if you pick up, you're not really serious and I can't hang out with you. And I, I don't know if that was good or bad. I don't know if anything has to be good or bad. It just was. It's what happened to me when I got sober because I did not want to relapse. I was like, I want to do this because I have to be honest. I don't know if I relapsed in my first years, if I would have been able to come back. I don't know that if I would just be like, just like, you know, when you do a diet, I'd be like, screw it. I'm done. You know, I've been doing this diet. I'm over it. I'm just going to eat the way I want to eat. And I'm going to eat Doritos. I'm going to eat, you know, I'm going to go get Baskin Robbins every day and I don't give a shit. And I'm done doing the diet. I think that would have been the same way with alcohol. I think I would have been like, all right, I tried it. And I can tell you in the very beginning, I even sober for like a month and a half. And I went to a party out in Long Island and my girlfriend's like, everybody's there. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe this wasn't the best idea that I quit drinking. Maybe I should get some drinks. And she's like, are you fucking nuts busy? No, you're not going to get some drinks. You're going to go to a meeting. And she's like, I've got a friend who's also sober. I'm going to give her a call and she's going to take you to a meeting, which she did. And that was amazing. Um, because it kept me sober. I went out to California with, with friends and they were all drinking. And I'm like, I'm just going to eat one and I just have a glass of wine. It's okay. And my friend's like, no, I'm taking you to a meeting. And I'm like, okay. And these people were not sober. Um, this woman, Jessica, that was on Tim Dillon's podcast, he asked her, what do you think is the best way to treat alcoholism or to, to, to treat your addiction? How do you stay sober? What's the best way of treating sobriety? And she was like the program. And, um, and it's even, especially with people with long-term recovery, it's the program, the program, the program. And I still go to the program and um, it's very important to me. And I want to throw that out there that if, you know, if you ever want to check out a meeting, I do, I, I started a meeting on Zoom, which is kind of, I think an easy way to walk into it. If you don't want to walk into a room with strangers, if you just want to try a Zoom meeting where you can be in your house, there's a code on my pot, on my website under uh, Morning Hope that underneath there, there's a Zoom code. There's no passcode or anything. There's just a, a link you can go to and sign into a meeting. It's at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time every day. Um, but check that out. If you're like, I don't want to go to a meeting. I'm scared. It looks scary. You can be in your house. It, that's the best thing that came out of this pandemic, I have to say, is being able to get on Zoom for AA, I think. Because you can be in your house and you can turn it on. You don't even have to have the screen on. You don't have to have your name on. And you can check out a meeting and be a total voyeur. Um, but going in person is, um, that's what I had to do in the beginning. And yes, I was scared to death. I talk about it all the time. I was so scared to go to that first meeting, but I was like, I cannot do this by myself. And I think the tools in there are the best tools ever because nobody, there's no money that has to be associated with, um, there's no money that exchanges itself within 
the rooms of, of the program. It, there's no money. It's, there is no money. Um, and when it was invented, Bill Wilson went to one of the Rockefellers and said, I want you to help me start this. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to really, this is going to take off. Can I have some money? And Rockefeller said, no, if you add money to this, it will be ruined. And he was right because I think that anything that gets money involved normally ruins everything. So at least I digress. So I, the interesting thing that I really want to talk about today is perception and how we perceive ourselves and how sobriety is relevant to that and staying sober and being in recovery and what are the differences and having to be all in or not all in. I'm going to tell you a couple of things. I think for one, getting sober, if you have a problem with alcohol, which a lot more people do, obviously from last week's podcast than we ever thought. I've always known that there's a lot of people that have freaking alcohol problems, but the numbers that came out last week were staggering, I thought. I mean, I'm like, really? That many people are now, um, they're realizing that, you know, the number of people that died during COVID of alcoholism was way more than what the people died of COVID. And the craziest thing is I have a friend in Europe and she would say to me all the time, she's like, I know so many people that have died and they're not dying of COVID. They're dying in their houses by themselves. You know, they drank too much. They fell you know, something, or they, they drank too much. They fell, they fell downstairs. They had a heart attack. There's so many things that, um, that alcoholism is a contributor to like, you wouldn't probably fall down the stairs if you weren't, hadn't had five uh, bottles of wine or five glasses of wine, or you would not, um, you know, you wouldn't crash your car into a tree if you weren't drunk. I mean, there's just so many things that happen. Um, you know, you picked up a drug that you didn't know was laced with fentanyl and you died. There's so many things that, you know, people picked up because I believe that there's so much fear around this pandemic and this fear right now of uh, what's going on financially for people in the world today. There's so much shit. It's like, of course, you're going to pick up a drink. You're going to pick up a drug. And then the freaking internet and this uh, like uh, social media shit. I, I really, I have to say, I said to my kids, I'm like, I can't believe I haven't picked up in this long period of time. And why have I not picked up? And I truly believe it. not only is it because I do use the program and I always have, but my kids is another thing, but I couldn't do it for my kids. I think that I am, um, I like being sober much more than I think I would like being drunk. I look at you know, a drink sometimes and people call me and be like, I really felt like having a drink. And I'm like, well, those same problems you have right this very second. So if you have fear over getting COVID, if you have fear that you aren't going to be able to feed your kids, if you have fear that you're not going to be able to pay your bills, if you've got fear that you're not going to be able to get to work because you can't afford gas, if you're going to have all those fears and you pick up a drink or you pick up a drug and you dull those fears, guess what? You're going to wake up the next day. And not only are you going to still have all those fears are still going to be there. All those things are going to still fucking be there. You're going to wake up and you're going to be like, I still feel like this. I still feel like that. But guess what? Now I'm fucking hangover. I wasted money I shouldn't have wasted on booze or drugs. And um, I'm still the same person sitting here. That is if you wake up again, if you do do drugs, because today there's a lot of stuff out there that's laced with stuff. 
we sit here and we think to ourselves, you know, I, I can't deal with it. I need to pick something up. I need to pick something up. I, I, I have to tell you, there is a weed dispensary right over the bridge here from where I live. And there's a line in the morning going into the place. There is a line, like you're going into like the Apple store when they just released a brand new product. There is a line. I'm, I looked at JF and I'm like, oh my God, look at all those people. It's like wrapped around the building, people waiting to get their weed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people feel that badly inside that they've got to go wait in line at eight o'clock in the morning to get their shit so they don't feel bad. And it's like, oh, crazy, crazy. This shit is not easy. I'm not going to tell you it's easy, but picking up a drink or picking up weed when you've got a problem with it, it's just, just it's destructive. It's the only person you're hurting is you. Like it's just destructive on so many levels. And the reason this lady said that she liked 12 step was that because you have somebody to talk to and somebody that can relate to you and somebody can say, I totally get it. And you don't feel ashamed. There's so much shame, right? We shame everybody for all this stuff. And we have no idea what it's like to walk in somebody else's shoes. I can tell you what it feels like to wake up the next day after getting really fucked up and going, where's my car? I can tell you how bad that feels. I can tell you what it's like to go to your first party and be like, I am going to a party. I am not drinking. Everybody here knows me as a drinker, but I'm not going to be drinking at this party. And I know how that feels. I can share with you how that feels. And it feels really scary. And I don't like to stay very long. So I had somebody I could call on the phone. We referred to them as a sponsor, fellow traveler and say, yo, I'm feeling this way. And they talk us off the ledge. And um, again, there's no money associated with um, getting sober in the program. I mean, you have a dollar that suggests you put a dollar in the basket, but if you don't have a dollar, nobody's going to kick you out. That is the best part. But the part about being sober and being recovered, I think that's really an interesting, um, it's an interesting, uh, question and you think of, I think about it and I'm like you know I'm sober okay so I haven't picked up a drink I am in recovery today right now um am I recovered no but I I don't believe that I'm ever going to be recovered I think that this is going to be something that I think that recovered gives the in um insinuates that I have done it it's done I'm recovered I'm ready to go. I'm ready to live my life. I got it. Check that off my list. I don't have to worry about that anymore. But I'm no, 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 no. I um I just do this every day. I cannot, you know, I can't stay sober from yesterday. I gotta be in today. And so I do my certain things which you guys know about. I meditate in the morning, I pray. I know if you don't believe in God, I do. I believe in God. It would I it's but believe in something bigger than you, whatever that has to be. Nature. A lot of people love nature. And it's spring. So there's a lot of evidence of, you know, new growth, new life coming out. You know, you look all over the place, you look at trees, you look at flowers, you look at the grass, everything's starting to bud. And, you know, you can believe in that. That can be your God. You can, people can be like, what's your God? You can be like nature, you know, the grass spring, mother nature is my higher power. Having something. Don't let that deter you from going to the program. Oh, I'm going to tell you that because that is just an excuse, I think, in my book, because you can have it be whatever you want it to be. That's what the brilliant part about this program is you can have God be whatever you want it to be. Good orderly direction, group of drunks, you know, but going back to being sober and not being sober, you know, I think it's a journey. I think it's a journey. I think some people like me, as of today, I'm a one chip wonder. I came in. I've not picked up drinks since then. I know a lot. I know someone that went to meetings 
for 14 years. They'd go to a meeting, they'd pick up a drink afterwards. They'd pick up a drink before they went. They went to the dr meeting drunk. They went 14 years until they finally decided, you know what? I think I get it. There's people that go for 21 years and just, and then there's people who never get it, but keep trying. But why would you give up if you could try? If you've got a problem and you're here and you're like, I want to listen to Busy Living Sober. I want to hear what she has to talk about. Busy Living Sober is getting busy in today. Busy Living Sober is not about like, oh, am I recovered perfectly? Let me see if I give myself an A. Like, I don't know where we ever thought that life was like this, that we were supposed to be graded on everything. Like there's an A plus, like there's this group on this table above us in the sky that's giving us grades and saying, okay, you get an A. Now you get to go to heaven. I don't think that's the way it works. I think that we all try to do our best each and every day. And if you're trying and you are putting the effort in and you mess up and you pick up something, um, have it be, I don't know what it is, but if you realized that, you know what, it's not working and you get back on, that's amazing. I think it's the fact that you come back. I think the fact that people keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back is the amazing part, especially in today's world. Um, there's so much insanity where we live, so much. We live in an insane freaking world. It is insane. I feel like it is insane. We hear one person present do this thing, this other person do this thing. You know, wars going on. Are we, is, uh, you know, the media says one channel tells us this thing, the other channel tells us that thing. We have no idea what's the truth, right? Then we have social media. I find Instagram to be very interesting. I have to tell you, you know, as you guys all know, I'm not really a huge fan of social media, especially how it affects the individual. I will tell you myself, it affects all the time. I got on there the other day. I saw this person. They look like their life's so fabulous. And my life is pretty fabulous, but not that fabulous, right? Let's be honest. I got shit going on. I mean, it's expensive, whatever. I've got life issues. And I watched this person, I'm like, Oh my God, look at their life. It looks so perfect. Mine doesn't look perfect. Oh my God. And I felt jealous. I felt so jealous. I was thinking about it in the middle of the night. I'm like, why does she have this perfect life? Oh my God, I wish I had a perfect life like her. Then I called another friend and I said, did you see da 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 da? Does she, her life look so perfect? And they were like, oh, is that person's life isn't perfect? What are you fucking kidding? She hates her husband. She has, you know, she's miserable. What are you talking about? She looks pretty on, on social media. And we all, we think that now that we have a camera in our hand, that we can take pictures of ourselves and we go on there and we have people follow us. And now we're important. Why weren't you important before you had people following you? Can you tell me that? I don't know. I mean, I feel the same way sometimes. I'm like, how many people followed me? Yeah, I can make you money. Yeah, I can. But for what cost? Like, I want people to feel good about themselves. My big thing is to make people feel good about yourself. So if you can watch these things, like Instagram and these reels, like, you think about it. I'm like, I'm watching these crazy, crazy people on, I'm watching these crazy people on um, on these reels and you have these people that are like dancing, you have the husband and wife and they're like dancing Ooh! and they do these crazy things and the person's got a glass of wine or whatever. And then the people that are now sober and they're like, look at me, I'm sober. I'm sober today. This is what I'm doing to stay sober. And I'm helping you people stay sober and look at this. 
And that reel might be really good and make you feel good. The reel about being sober. And now you're like, it's like chiming in. Good. I'm on the right path. And then you watch somebody who's like, look, I'm eating this thing and I'm so perfect. Look at me. I'm eating this little thing and it's so great. Or look at me in this fancy little dress. It weighs nothing. And these, it's just, I do not have a TikTok. But I think that I would be addicted to TikTok. I think that I would be addicted to watching people act certain ways. I'm like, this is freaking entertaining to watch these people that I don't even know act certain ways. And I have, I've done one, one TikTok. I think it was a TikTok. I did something with that pumpkin lady. I thought it was really funny. I got a lot of likes. People really enjoyed it. But at the end of the day, my friend was like, you should do these all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to have to do this all the time. So the people can laugh at me. I know I'm funny and getting up here alone and doing this podcast every week is enough for me. I'm like, I already do this. I put myself out there totally raw every week. I don't need to go out there and do crazy stuff on TikTok to make people like me. I hope that people find me and they hear a message to know that they're not alone and that they can do this and they don't have to do this thing called recovery perfectly, that they can do this thing called life and they can mess up and they can still come back and they can still try. You know, I'm out there showing people that life is about getting busy living. It's not about the fact that you get sober for the first time It's and that you stayed sober for a long time. It's what you've done today. It's what you've done today. You know, we spend so much time in our lives going over what happened yesterday. What did we do? Oh my God, my life was bad. I did this, I did that. I was a bad person. I did terrible things. I drove my kids drunk. I slept with somebody. I ruined my life. It's terrible. But you know what? Today, it doesn't have to be terrible. It's your choice to make it terrible or not right? It's your choice. You can either feed your your head with positivity or you can feed it with negativity. You can sit here and play tapes about what happened yesterday that you wish were different, but wishing for that is like, it's a waste of time. I mean, you can't change yesterday. It's already happened. Yesterday already happened. And tomorrow's not here yet. So how are you going to live in 10 years without picking up a drink? How are you going to live next week about going to this party? Just do it today. It's like, you start to like the way you feel when you're sober that gets you to the next day. It's the way that you wake up in the morning. You're like, oh my gosh, I know what I did last night. I don't hate myself for spending that money for doing things that I wish that I hadn't done. You don't have to wish it away, right? You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You just have to live in today. You can't live in tomorrow and you can't live in yesterday. And as I will say time and time again, having one foot in yesterday and one foot in tomorrow is like having doing the splits and doing the splits for me, at least is not comfortable. Now, maybe for Gabby Phillips or one of those big gymnasts, it would be comfortable but for me, not so comfortable. And I think for average people, it's not comfortable. So stay in today, stay in today, love yourself today. Last night, you know, I didn't do my meditation yesterday morning. I got off and I, I, I heard this guru say, you don't want to say things all the time, every day. That makes you unimaginative. And I kind of like that. I, I want to be imaginative. I want to have um, an imagination. So I did something differently yesterday. And I actually meditated at night. I got into my bathtub and I turned on my meditation and it was very short. And it was this woman and it was three minutes. And she talked about how we give up. We give up things because in the middle, we screw up. 
right? So I can tell you, I will tell you, honestly, I have thought many, many times of giving up this podcast, many, many, many times. I'm like, I'm done. When I hit 300, I'm done doing this podcast. I can't do them anymore. I've been doing, I've, I've done this for so long, five years I've been doing this. I don't know how many people listen to it. I definitely am not famous. Um, I just, um, I hope, I know I've helped people. That is the only reason I keep doing this because I've helped people. I talk to people I've never met in real life and, um, and they've gotten sober and they use busy living sober. So that's why I keep doing it, but what my, not to digress, but the reason I sit here and I'm saying, I'm going to get to give, give it up. So you say that I've been doing the sobriety thing and nothing makes me feel really great right now. It's not making me feel great. So I'm going to give it up. I'm not going to do this. It's not making me totally happy at this moment. And you're like, I'm done. But then what if tomorrow everything clicked and your life got really happy because you did remain on this path? but you decide to give it up. You're like, I'm done. I'm giving it up. I give up. I give up. You know, whatever it is, we give up too early. We give, we, you know, you have no idea what is going to happen. You know, we just keep trying our best and don't give up. If you picked up and you screwed up, it doesn't mean you're a loser. It's part of your journey. I think that if you smoke some weed, um, I, I would hope you'd you know, you don't have to do it forever because I believe, and I'd heard this from Jackie say it, it, it leads me to other things. If I were to pick up, I think that if I were to pick up something, it would be able to give me the opportunity to say, well, see, I picked that up. Nothing really bad happened. I'm just going to pick this other thing up. And um, that wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. I don't think it would be good. That would be like my gateway to going back to what I really like to do, which is drink. So I can't do anything. And I am so scared that I would pick up a drink and I wouldn't be able, I would hate myself for the rest of my life and I'd want to kill myself. That's truly, the, that's truly the thing because I hated myself so much when I was drinking. And today I don't hate myself and I don't want to do that ever. I don't want to go back to that again, ever again. So I'm too scared to pick up that gateway thing. So I think that if you use some tools to find the, to start to like you, you know, I think that's what's important. Figuring out what makes you tick and what makes you happy. What is it that makes you happy? What does it? Is it going to meetings? Is it calling people? Is it running? Is it going to church? Is it, um, what is it that makes you tick and makes you feel good? Do you like to paint? You know me, I like to paint all these paintings here. Um, I like to paint and I like to plant in my garden and I love to hang out with my kids and love to hang out with my friends. I love to play golf, even though I'm not that good. I like to do different things, but if you give yourself the opportunity to find those things that you like to do, and you might suck in the beginning. I sucked at golf in the beginning. I had to start in the middle of the fairway, like where the little kids start. Like I, and I was, you know, 40 or something years old and I'm in the middle of the fairway. Everybody else was up back here. I was in the middle of the fairway that, or I would play from my husband's ball. He'd hit the ball really far. And that's where I'd play my ball from. I didn't have to go starting off thinking I was going to be Tiger Woods, by the way, I'm so excited. Tiger Woods is playing the masters. It's going to be kind of fun. Um, I think that's awesome that he had that accident in his back. I think kudos to him. See, he didn't give up. He didn't give up and he had, had major operations and everything else. He doesn't give up. If you're on this journey and you've decided, you know what, I want to quit and you watch social media and it makes you feel badly about yourself and you quit drinking or you've taken care of yourself and you, every time you pick up, you know, social media, it's a trigger and it makes you feel like shit about yourself. Don't pick it up anymore. Stop watching it. 
get it off, take the app off your phone, take, get it off there, stop doing it, pick up a book. I just read the Dolly Parton book with James Patterson. I think it's Run, Rose, Run. Oh my God, it was so good. I recommend that book. It's a fiction. I read it in two minutes. It was so good. Um, just remember, like do other things, do other things. Take this journey, take an opportunity to take care of you. And if you screw up, just get back on that bike. Do not let anything stand in your way. What other think people think about you is none of your business. Okay. What other, if I did what other people thought about me, I don't, would never have done this podcast. I, the people, especially people I know, very like supposed friends. I'm doing air friends because my friends never listen to my podcast. They never even do. They, most of my friends don't listen to my podcast and that's okay. And, um, but I don't need them to do this because I know that somebody's listening, even if it's just one person. So if you're out there and you're listening and you can relate, if you could write to me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busy, B-U-S-Y, living sober.com, busy at busy living sober.com, or Elizabeth, E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H, at elizabethchance.com. But realize that you are not alone that you are on this journey and you're doing it for you, for nobody else. I'm doing this for me. I do this so that I can feel like I'm giving something back to my society, to my community, to um, the world. I can say to the world, you know what, you can do this. Um, it's not easy. If anybody told you it was easy, they lied. But it's much easier when you have a friend that you can call and reach out to. So reach out to me if you're feeling alone, please, please, please. And um it's a, it's, this is a deadly disease we have and it's um, what other, we can't worry about what, what other people think. And if you screw up, get back on that bus, get back on that horse. That's what the saying is not getting on the bus, get on the horse, get back on that horse. Keep trying, keep working at it. You know, keep trying each day. If you don't pick up a drink each day, it's like you're in a miracle. If you don't pick up the weed, if you don't pick up whatever that drug is of choice, it's a miracle. Now, mind you, if you do this every day, call your doctor. Do not do this by yourself. You need um, you need medical help to get off these drugs and off alcohol. You need to talk to your doctor. I do not recommend you doing it by yourself. So again, that's it for this week, you guys. Um, you know. Take care of you. Take care of you. What other people think is none of your business. If you mess up, get back on the line. Get back out there. Get back up on that horse. Do not let what other people think mess you up. Who cares? Keep doing it for you. Be strong for you. For you. Love you. Say, I don't want to do this today for me. I don't care about anybody else. It's about me. I had to do it for me. I don't give a shit. If you don't like me, if you think I'm crazy, whatever it is, I'm going to keep doing this for me. And um, I want you to know that please reach out to me anytime. And, um, you know, busy living sober is about getting busy living sober in today. Be in today. Don't be in tomorrow. Don't be in yesterday. You can't change any of it. None of us have a time machine. So until next week, keep getting busy, living sober. Share this with people, please. And like it. If you like it, please like it and share it. because. Um, we need to help people all over the place. All right. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye.